Yes, sir. It's your boy Jelani Reed, and welcome into the latest edition of Read Between the Lines. That is R B T L. It has been a while. Okay, my last episode was in April, so thank you for coming back. I'm glad to be back. I'm very busy, so again, that's why I haven't had an episode in a while. But um, this is the RBTL show. Be sure to hit up at the RBTL show on Instagram for more updates on show episodes and some of my takes. And obviously, if you're watching on YouTube, thank you. A like, subscribe, a comment, tell your friends about it, tell your family about it. And I'm on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, I'm on there as well. But yeah, so I'm back and guess what's going on? The playoffs, both NHL and NBA NHL playoffs. Obviously, my Penguins are out. Uh, we saw the Leafs collapse. Um, I still think Vegas is going to win the Stanley Cup, but obviously, we got to get past Colorado, so that's a good series. And obviously, we got the NBA playoffs, and that's what I will be talking about today. Um, a lot of NBA stories happening as of late, so I got to go into that in depth, you know, uh, talking about what I feel in terms of the teams that are remaining, in terms of the Lakers, Dame, um, Luka and the Mavericks, everything, right? And uh, big news, Julio Jones going to Tennessee. So that is all I'm going to be covering today. So again, thank you for being here and let's go. Let's get this started with the big one. Okay, so the big one of today's episode is, you know, I'm looking at the landscape of the NFL, sorry, the NBA, excuse me, a bit rusty, it's been a while, okay, of the NBA and the teams that are left in the playoffs, okay, we have Utah, Denver, Phoenix, LA, in terms of the Clippers, then we have Brooklyn, you've got um, Philadelphia, you have Milwaukee, and you have Atlanta, okay, with the Lakers being out, everyone has lost their mind. Let's be honest, everyone has lost their mind. I'm ranting about how people are upset, people are mad, people are annoyed that there are smaller market teams, quote unquote smaller market teams that are left in the playoffs rather than a team like the Lakers or the Heat, you know? People, ever since LeBron was knocked off by the Suns in the first round, everyone is like, oh, what's the point? What's the point in watching anymore? There's no point in watching the playoffs anymore because we got no reason to talk about anything. LeBron's not here, so why do we have to pay attention? That's not the case. I think that the NBA has a problem with parity, and I've said this a long time. They have a problem with parity. Okay, when you're looking at the four major sports leagues, you've got MLB, you've got NFL, and NHL, along with the NBA. There is no doubt that the NBA is the league that lacks parity. It's that simple. And we know NBA is more of a league that is star-driven. Okay, it's player-driven. If you're going to compare it to, let's say, the NFL, for example, the NFL is a league where... That is more franchise-driven, team-driven, right? So 
when you're looking at basketball, it's a seven game series rather than one and done. The teams are smaller than every other sport. You know, 12 to 15 guys on a team, not even. So obviously the best teams, the best players usually win. That's why we've seen a lack of parity in this league. Since 1998, we have not seen our NBA Finals without San Antonio, Miami, Los Angeles, and Golden State. Okay? Since 98. And you wonder why. You wonder why. Let, let me give you these numbers. The M, sorry, the NBA. Okay, the NBA out of the four leagues. Okay, so 13 out of 30 teams haven't won an NBA championship. So that's 43%, while 23% haven't made the finals. That's a large number. That's a large number. If you're going to look at it with the numbers I'm about to give you, that's pretty large. The NFL, 13 out of 32 teams haven't won. That's 40%. Okay. 13% haven't made the Super Bowl. NHL, 13 out of 32 haven't won the Stanley Cup. But you have four that haven't even made the Stanley Cup Finals. And then MLB, 7 out of 30. So that's only 23% of teams who don't have a championship. Okay? Actually, that's uh, 6. 6, sorry. So 6 out of 30 don't have a championship. Only 2. Only 2, which is 6%, out of the 30 haven't even made the World Series. So the biggest number I'm looking at is how 43% of the teams that haven't won in the NBA, that's the largest. If you're looking at the four leagues in terms of teams that haven't won, 43%, that's the most. And then you're looking at the teams that haven't made the finals, haven't even had a championship appearance. The NBA's number is about 10% more than the next league. What does this say? What does this say about the NBA? It says that the NBA has a problem here. And obviously, salary cap plays a large role. We know this. But another thing I want to talk about is how, you know, the media plays a role into this. All right. The the talking heads play a huge role into why fans aren't happy with you know, certain teams still being left in the playoffs, right? And the ratings have dropped. You wonder why? Because talking heads, people in the media, okay? If it's not New York, if it's not LA, then, you know, why should the casual fan watch these games when the media members, when the talking heads are always like, Oh, well, Utah's left, so what's the point? Utah's left. We don't really care about Utah. We don't talk about Utah. We talk about the Lakers. You know, and I get it. The Lakers are obviously, you know, it's just an example, but the Lakers are obviously a team that brings in a lot of, you know, attraction, attention. But let's face it, Utah has the best record in the league. And people are still upset that they're still in the playoffs. People are upset that they have a chance to win this whole thing. This mindset needs to change because it's not good for the the league. It's not good for the league. We're talking about NFL. You had Kansas City, Buffalo, Tampa Bay, and, um, and Green Bay. Those were the final four teams in the NFL. Are they 
big markets? No. No, they're not. Did we have a problem with it? Did the media have a problem with it? No. But Jelani, they had Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, and Tom Brady on some of those teams respectively. Okay, I get it. But same way, we got Giannis in Milwaukee, a great player in Donovan Mitchell in Utah. Okay, let's not act like Jokic isn't in Denver. I get it. These are not the top cities in terms of market. Okay, this is not New York. This is not LA, not Chicago. But let's not act like it's a bad thing. This is great for the league. We need new blood here. We need something new. Okay, the last eight teams remaining. Can I give you these stats here? These facts? Utah has never won. Denver's never won. Phoenix never won. Clippers never won. All right. Um, the Nets never won. The Sixers won in 1983. So they have three rings, but that was their last one. So it's been a minute. The Bucks, 1971. Been a minute. The Hawks, even further. 1957. And I don't even think they were in Atlanta at the time. So this is great. Someone might get their first championship. Someone might get a championship that is decades in the making. The last time each of these teams made the NBA Finals, Utah 98, Denver never, Brooklyn 2003, Atlanta was 1961, the Bucks 74, Clippers never made it, Sixers AI, happy birthday AI, 2001, Phoenix 1993. So we need new flavor in here, okay? It's not a bad thing that we might get a team that has never won to go to the finals. It's not a bad thing. Another thing that I need to touch on is the fact that these aren't even small markets. Everyone's like, oh, Phoenix is left, but we wanted LA. Oh, Atlanta's left, but we wanted New York. Really? Let's look at it for what it is. Brooklyn is in the largest market. Philly. We know how big they are. They're the fourth largest largest market in uh, the U.S. And L.A., the Clippers, they're still left. So we know how big L.A. is. That's number two. All right. But according to the U.S. markets on this Nielsen DMA report, 2021 report, got to be recent. We have these numbers. Atlanta's seventh. Like, it's a big city. Everyone knows Atlanta. Phoenix. Everyone's talking about Phoenix. Oh, it's just the desert. No one, no one's there. Uh, who cares about it? They're 11th. Denver, 16th. Salt Lake City, Utah, 30th. Milwaukee, 37th. This is among 210 markets. They're all in the top 37. Last year, they were all in the top 35. It's just Milwaukee dropped two spots. So... I honestly don't think it's the fans. I think a lot of fans want to see good basketball, but it's it's always the media and a lot of members in the media who are always, you know, shying away from talking about some of these good teams because of where they are geographically. Utah should be getting more praise right now. Um, 
but no one cares about them because they're in Utah. Everyone's upset that we might get a finals that is Utah-Milwaukee. It's very possible. I would love it. I think it's new flavor. I think it's something that we need in terms of NBA basketball. It's not a bad thing that that might happen. But people are always on LA, New York, Chicago. We need those ones. Miami, where are they? No, it's not a bad thing. Because when you're looking at all the leagues put together, the NBA lacks in this area so much more than the others do. So let me go to the countdown. Let me go to the countdown. Um, the Lakers, like I said, I didn't get to touch on this or anything really because I haven't had a show in a while. And as you can tell, I'm a bit rusty, but it's okay. Um, so the Lakers are out. Okay. I wasn't expecting this. Obviously, I had them in the finals. Um, I can admit that. I had the Lakers Nets in the finals. Um, Braun, 14 and 1. So before this series, he was 14 and 0 in the first round, and that is over. Okay, but let's face it. Let's be honest with ourselves. Did we really look at AD? Let's look, let's go to AD. Did we really go look at AD and say, oh, he should have been out there? He should have not been out there. Why was he out there? Who was in charge of that? He couldn't move out there on the court. He couldn't move. So I don't I don't like it. You're risking further injury. They said it couldn't get worse. Yes, it can. And all for naught. So I, I just think it was a waste of time. I don't think he should have been playing in that game six anyway. There are a lot of injuries on this team. KCP was banged up this year. Caruso, Dennis, LeBron. So I'm not making excuses for the Lakers. I'm not. You lose, you lose. And plus, can I just say something? The Suns are a good team. So... For people who are like, oh, it's only because AD got hurt. It's only because LeBron was was um, coming off of an ankle injury. Not true. Not true. Because let's face it. CP3 was hurt, was he not? Okay. He was hurt. He was playing hurt. He missed time. And with a healthy CP3, 100%, they might still win the series. So stop with this narrative that it's because AD got hurt. I don't want to hear that. All right. It it gives me shades of 2019, the Raptors. Oh, KD got hurt. Yeah, we get that. But you play against whoever's on the court. It happened. So be it. Move on. The Suns won. Move on. No excuses. Okay. And also AD didn't show up in game one. He was there. Was he not there? He was there. So don't give me excuses. But anyway... The Lakers, I think they'll be back. They're, they're just coming off of a year where, let's face it, the pandemic, it came. You had to go to the bubble. You play in the bubble. A weird environment, not used to it. Okay. Yes, they got four months rest, but in the bubble, you're playing every day. It was like every other day. So you're playing hard every other day in the playoffs. And that season ends in October. Less time to recover, minimal time to no time to work out in the offseason because the next season is about to start. They had a small offseason. That's also why I look at the Heat and they were up and down this year and they got bounced. They got swept. I think they'll be back. 
the Lakers will be. Am I concerned about LeBron's injury? Mm, not so much. I do know Father Time is undefeated. Um, it will come at some point for LeBron, but I don't think it will be now. I think that he will come back looking great, but I'm pretty concerned about AD because he's always hurt. He's always hurt. I can't depend on this man. Can you depend on him? The only reason why he was healthy and could, you know, help the Lakers on that title run last year was because he had a four-month rest. He's always banged up. So if you're the Lakers, you have to look at him. You got to be like, can we depend on him moving forward? Because LeBron, he's getting older. And who was the guy that we chose to be the next face? It was AD. AD has the keys to this franchise after LeBron James. So can you trust him? That will be a point of emphasis for the Lakers. But the Suns are a good team. They beat them. Good team. D-Book went off 47 game six. Respect on their name, please. It's going to be a great series against the Nuggets. I love this Suns team. I want CP3 to win a championship. I love D-Book, one of my favorite players in the league. But yeah, um, not making excuses for the Lakers. It's just a lot of injuries. Um, AD, can we depend on him? LeBron getting a bit older. Um, But with time off in this offseason, I think they'll come back better than ever. Because last season, after winning the chip on their high horse, they had no time off. They had no recovery time. So that's why it's been a, a year full of injuries for the Lakers. But now moving to the NFL, we have Julio Jones, my favorite receiver in the NFL of this generation. That's for sure. And he went to Alabama. Alabama. That's my school. Okay. So we went there. I've been a Julio fan my whole life. All right. Ever since he's he's been... Um, you know, in the NFL. And he's not a Falcon anymore. So here's um, some of the details of this massive trade um, of one of the best talents of this decade. Um, So we have the Falcons getting a second round pick in 2022 and a fourth round pick in 2023. And then the Titans, they get Julio along with a sixth round pick in 2023. Look, the Titans are a good team. They're a good team. Okay, let's face it. They're going to the playoffs. I think they're going to the playoffs. I think they can win their division. Um, I'm looking at the Colts, though. That, I think that's the only challenge they got in that division in any way. Um, but this is great for Ryan Tannehill. This is fantastic for Ryan Tannehill, who's a good quarterback now. He's not the guy that was in Miami before. This is a resurrected man. Ever since he got to Tennessee, he has been playing lights out. He is a he's a guy that could throw the deep ball, and he will be a lot more with Julio on this team now. Um, this is a great move for the Titans because you got A.J. Brown, one of the better young receivers in the league, strong, physical, could get you a lot of yards. And then on the other side, you got Julio? Who do you place you know, your emphasis on, like, do we deal with AJ? Do we deal with Julio? You know, and because you don't want your your second corner to deal with Julio Jones. Yes, you could bring that attention to AJ Brown using your, your best corner out there if you want, but Julio's on the other side. And I think Julio's gonna have a big year. Um, however, 
I don't think this puts them over teams like Kansas City. I don't think this puts them over teams like um, Buffalo, teams like Cleveland. Yes, I think Cleveland is a great team. They got the talent. Cleveland can do something this season. But I'm looking at um, I'm looking at Tennessee. It's going to be a good team. However, I'm looking at the defense though. The defense needs to improve. The defense needs to show up because we know what the offense is going to be capable of. They have a nice O-line. They have Ryan Tannehill, who's an underrated quarterback. You've got Derrick Henry, rushing champ. Okay. And you can't put eight guys in the box anymore to deal with Henry because you now have a duo in Julio Jones who could still play if healthy. I don't think he's he's lost a step. I think he's going to have a good year. That's what I believe. And then on the other side, you got A.J. Brown. But defensively, you you guys rank in the bottom half of the league, you know, the basement in terms of total points per game, total points on the year, um, and pass yards. So... They're going to have to deal with that if they want to really contend with these teams in the AFC. They got the offense to contend. That's for sure. Because the other contenders in the AFC, good offenses. But defensively, that's going to be something they need to focus on. I'm excited to see how this goes. Obviously, Julio, 10 years with the Falcons. Here's his numbers. 848 receptions. That's first in franchise history. 12,000 yards. Um, this guy had 60 touchdowns, second in franchise history. He's obviously first in um, in receiving yards, by the way, with 12,896. And then seven times Pro Bowler. He's a five-time All-Pro. And we know that he's a two-time receiving yards leader. So, man, Julio Jones, he did a lot for the Falcons. It's going to be different. You got Kyle Pitts there. You got got Matty Ice, uh, you know, he doesn't have Julio anymore, so I wonder how that offense is going to look, Calvin Ridley, Alabama again, um, it's going to be interesting, but I do think Titans, um, Titans will be good, they'll be a playoff team, um, can they contend, yes, uh, with a good defense, if their defense, you know, does something this season, then yes, we could expect them to do some, some damage, um, but I just, I'm not giving them the AFC crown right now, right? Just because they got Julio. And, and um, yeah, that, that's it. I, I, I like Julio a lot. You guys know this. Um, and I think he's going to shine. I think he is. And a guy I also like a lot, but going back to basketball, that's Damian Lillard. You guys know how I love Dame. Dame, Steph, LeBron, Bradley Beal, Zach Levine. Those are my favorite players in the league. All right. If if you were to ask me to give you a top five, Dame's there. Dame is there. And the funny thing is, I want a Dame jersey. Another funny thing is, I don't know if that's going to be a Trailblazers jersey because they have lost yet another first round series, losing to the Nuggets um, in the first round. And Dame, he seems like you know, a bit upset, and rightfully so, he goes off for 55, they lose, come back home, game six, 
trying to win this game, trying to stay alive, force a game seven, doesn't happen. Um, you lose to the MVP uh, Joker, Nikola Jokic. He's loyal. Dame is loyal. We, we know this. And that's what I love. I love loyalty. That's what I like. Especially now with all these super squads. You guys know this. I don't like super squads. You know this. But it's time. Dame, it is time. It is time. All right? You know You know the drill. You know the drill. You got to get out of there. I'm not one to be an advocate for, for um, super teams. I don't like talking about having super teams. I think it's not great. All right? I don't think it's great. I like competition. But if you're Dame Lillard, it's time. Outside of 2019, Western Conference Finals, they've gone to the second round only twice. Actually, no, three times. Three times. And they've been bounced in the first round five times since he got there. We need something else. I don't know how long Dame has left in his prime. Okay, he's not injury prone. He's still, he's still fantastic. Got a few years left in your prime, Dame. You got to get out of there. I need you to win a championship, Dame. I need you to. Because my guy AI, he doesn't have one. I need you to have one. My guy Steph, I love Steph. He has rings. I want Dame to win. I want him to win. He needs to get out of Portland. You're not winning there. Nobody's coming there. Nobody wants to go to Oregon to play. Let's face it. I know they got Nike over there. It's not going to happen. No superstar is going to join you in Portland, Dame. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. So, where should he go? That's the question everyone's asking. Where should he go? Or is it CJ McCollum that has to go? I think that's way more likely. That's what I'm saying. I think CJ's gone. That's what I think. I don't think Dame will, uh, I don't think Dame is leaving. I don't think he's leaving. But, but, if he did leave, there are a few teams that want him. The Lakers have interest, but they don't have the assets. So that's not going to happen, okay? Lakers fans, it's not going to happen. Unless something massive goes down, like something catastrophic happens, it's not going to happen for you, okay? The Clippers, the Clippers, a name that we we have heard, Paul George, um, but that's if they fail in these playoffs. They haven't yet. They're still alive, but we'll see. I don't really see Damon in LA for either team. Boston. I like it. I like it. I do. But that means you, you move Kemba, obviously, and you have to move Jalen Brown. You have to. For Damian Lillard, give me. Give me what, like, you got to give me the young star. If I'm Portland, I want the young star. And I want Jalen Brown. Because Jalen Brown can play. Right? I like the fit. Tatum and Lillard on the same court? That would be fantastic. Um, but you got to give those two up along with picks. I don't know. Denver... That would be very intriguing. I don't. I think it's very unlikely um, because you got Jamal Murray, MPJ. You know, those are two guys that would have to leave. If you want Damian Lillard here, it's going to have to happen. All right. Um, Dallas. I looked, I looked at Dallas 
initially and I was like, no, I don't, I don't see it. And then I realized that Luca with Dame would be something special. That would be special. Um, but again, do they have enough assets for a deal to be made? I don't know. It would have to be with more than just Portland and then in Dallas. It would have to be multiple teams in that trade. And then lastly, you got New York. New York, that would have to be RJ Barrett, Mitchell Robinson, Obi Toppin in a deal. A pick. That would have to be the deal. Um, obviously, it's the biggest market. They made the playoffs. They're feeling good about themselves. They think they can get any star to come now. Uh, Dame would be, that would be fun if he was in New York, but I just don't know. So it's very unclear right now where Dame could go. So that's why I'm saying he's going to be a blazer. That's what I think. If you gave me a team that I think right now, I mean, it'd either have to be Boston or Miami, if we're being honest with ourselves. Okay, Boston or Miami, because they have things to play with in terms of the trade. So I don't know, but Dame, like, I, I again, I want there to be competition in this league. I like competition. I like how, like I was talking about earlier, I like how there's a sense of some type of parody going on. There's new teams that we haven't really seen contend- contending. Um, there's a lack of super teams. There's not a lot of super teams. I love it. But, Dame, you're not going to win in Portland. I hate to say this. I hate to break it to you. It's not going to happen. I thought he would have a chance. It's not going to go down. Could he win an MVP in Portland? Very possible. Next next year? Very possible. Could he continue to be an all-star? Yes. All-NBA? Yes. Playoffs? Yes. Is it possible for him to go deep in the playoffs? Very unclear. Especially now that the Warriors are coming back. The Lakers will come back with a vengeance. Clippers are there. Utah. Dallas. Denver. Am I missing somebody? Phoenix for crying out loud. You know. So. Can he go to the finals? No. It's not going to happen. Is he going to win a championship? No. Not in Portland. I'm sorry, Danny. I'm sorry. But if you want this on your resume you want a championship on your resume you watch that movie get out that's what you got to do but now to the baller alert and disappointment alert of the day the atlanta hawks are my baller alert why because they're a good team i had them beating the knicks i don't know why people had the knicks winning that series you guys were all Knicks this, Knicks that, not understanding that, firstly, Nate McMillan has done a fantastic job since coming in with this team, okay, he's really changed the team, they started slow with Lloyd Pierce, he comes in, and there's a new, there's a new sense in that locker room that they could win these games, these, you know, high leverage games. Before they were playing slow in the season, they didn't know what to do under Lloyd Pierce, and there was tension. Now we are in a groove in Atlanta. Okay, shout out to Trey Young. It's like you guys don't know. He's cold. Ice Trey. He's cold. And 
he is getting more and more and more respect as these playoffs go on because he's just showing up and showing out. He has the tools. He does it all. He has the good pace on the floor. He knows how to create. Um, he knows how to pass the rock. He knows how to shoot from wherever you need him to. He can get you a bucket. He can go in the paint, get you a bucket from the line. He knows how to shoot. So again, Atlanta, I like it. I like them a lot. They have good players. Collins, Bogdanovich, um, Gallinari, we've seen Gallo for, from time. You know, Capella. Lou Will, he was, he was shooting some shots um, in that game one against Philadelphia. They got a good squad here in Atlanta. So the next question is, can they beat the Sixers? It's very possible. It's very, very possible. They're up 1-0 right now. Um, you know, don't be surprised if they win this series. Do not be surprised if they win this series. And if they don't, okay, they don't. They're the underdogs anyway. But just know their future is bright. And I forgot Kevin Herter. Uh, he's, he's a good shooter. Yeah, so they have a good team in Atlanta. They're the baller alert. And the disappointment alert is actually the team that drafted Dallas. All right? And no, it's obviously not Luka. He's, ins- he's just sensational. It's Porzingis. Kristaps. What? Can I give you this report? Kristaps Porzingis has reportedly been frustrated often feeling more like an afterthought than a quote-unquote co-star next to Luka Doncic, according to Tim McMahon of ESPN. Can we cut the cap? Cut it. I don't want to hear this. This is not music to my ears. What? He's feeling like an afterthought, buddy. You're playing like an afterthought. We needed you. Luca needed you. You see the series you just lost to LA? Kawhi and company? You could have been that guy. You could have been somebody who, who came, who came up when it mattered most and delivered. You didn't deliver. You didn't deliver. Game 7, okay, you got 16 and 11 with one assist. 6 of 12 from the field. 0 of 5 from beyond the arc. And can I tell you something? If I was Luka Doncic, or if I was any player for that matter, if I got a teammate who's damn near 7-8, okay, he's 7-3, but this guy's 7 feet tall, And you're standing on the perimeter. Why? For what? For what? It's either you hit those shots from outside or get in the paint. You're 7'3". Why is it that? I'm watching this series. He's covered by someone like Pat Bev or someone half his size, for example. Like Reggie Jackson or somebody. And this guy, rather than going back to the basket, pounding in the paint. We're taking and jacking up shots from 40, from 30. For what? For what? He finished the series with three games, three under 10 points, not good enough. 
not good enough, you don't want to feel like an afterthought, buddy, come on, come on. And no games with more than 20 points. You're not even a co-star here. You're not even the co-star. You're not. You're the background guy. You're the background character who's walking, who don't have no lines, okay? Because we got Luka Doncic here playing with Tim Hardaway Jr. Or maybe Dorian Finney-Smith one night. Not you. I can guarantee you that. Jalen Brunson, he's more of a co-star than you are, Kristaps Porzingis. Man, Porzingis wants to talk? No, no, I don't want to hear that. Stop it. Stop. I don't want to hear this, okay? Because Luca's literally carrying you guys. 40 a night, and you don't deliver for me. I need you to hit some shots here and there. You don't deliver. I need you to, to, to get in the paint. You don't do that. You're running around doing nothing. They're calling you the 7-3 Kyle Kuzma. Don't give me this. Don't talk about wanting to be a co-star. Sorry, more than a co-star when you're not even the co-star. Don't talk about this. If you're not going to deliver, don't talk about wanting more clout. It's not going to happen. And I'm not done with the Mavs because Rick Carlisle, I love Rick Carlisle. He's one of my favorite coaches in the NBA and it's been that way for years. But shouldn't he be on the hot seat? Should he not be on the hot seat? Since 2011, when they won the championship over LeBron's Miami Heat and D-Wade and Chris Bosh, they haven't won a second round. Serious. They haven't been to the second round. Can we put this in some type of perspective? That's a decade of nothing. It's of nothing. I get it. Dirk was older. Dirk won the championship. Then he got older. I get that. You got Luka now. He's young. But still, really? Six straight first round exits. That's not good for me. Mark Cuban, he says, no, we like we like Rick. We're going to keep Rick. There's nothing going on here. I understand that. He's a good coach. But at some point, you have to sit back and say... When are we going to win a series? Is this going to happen or not? So that is my take. Porzingis bothering me. He didn't show up. He's not the same New York Knicks that was an all-star. He was an all-star. Do you remember this? I can't rely on him. Because he's consistently injured. And when he's out on the floor, he is nowhere to be found. I need my binoculars. Where was Porzingis? I can't find Porzingis. I cannot find him. And now he wants to sit up here and act like he deserves to be the guy. He's tired of being, oh, I'm tired of being the co-star beside Luca. Luca gets all the love, all the praise. Maybe because, <laughs> maybe because Luca shows up. How about that? Anyway, that's it. That's all I got for this show. That's all I got for this show. Thank you for listening to me today. Um, again, a bit choppy, um, but I am glad to have this episode come out. Um, so listen to me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. And again, follow at the RBTL Show on Instagram for some of my takes and episode updates. I'll see you next time.